Hello, I'm Michael Porter, and welcome to That Doesn't Make Sense, a show where I will talk to you about things that just don't make any sense to me, and they might not make any sense to you, but I'm going to talk to you about it. You can tell me how you feel later. Today, we're going to talk about something actually that happened yesterday. This happened yesterday at work, and um, basically it's it's a, it's a kind of a lot of things rolled into one. For me, it's dealing with racism, treating people right, and just straight out ignorance. And they all go hand in hand for some reason. And I think people do things and don't really realize what they're doing or just don't care. So, I'm a custodian at a school. I work morning shift and I work evening shift. Uh, I was vacuuming and taking out the trash and I just happened to be taking this loud cart to the a building. So this building is a building where they usually, um, after school, people's kids are left there until the parents come and pick them up. A parent came with their child, a mother and daughter, came to go get their child's things that the child left upstairs. So when I walked up, I seen parent and child and two staff members the parent and child were black one staff member was white and the other one was black now the parent wanted to go upstairs or wanted the child to go upstairs to get the stuff that they forgot now take it at our school not only at our school but other schools the child is not allowed the student is not allowed to go walking the halls to go anywhere by themselves after hours after hours is when school is let out the parent is not to be walking around basically you ain't supposed to be in the, in the building if you ain't supposed to be in the building then you're not getting in the building at the at, at the end of the day the teacher all the teachers let all the students know get everything that's supposed to go with you now because when i close this door it's locked basically and that's what this teacher did too and then after that, they sit in the hallway and they're called down student by student. So they get let known there too. So it's two times, dang near three times, that they're letting, let aware that they will not be coming back up the stairs. Okay? Not only does the student know that, but since the pandemic, parents know this too. So... Um. So basically, you know, parents can be they can be challenging, okay. So I walked up and it looked like a heated conversation. Basically, she really wanted to get up there, and the uh, the other staff member, the the black one, was uh letting the parent know, hey, we can't let you up. 
because of the things that you guys I just specified to you guys and the lady argued her down so she's trying to go back and forth with the uh, staff member the staff member is just explaining to her the rules while she's telling about how it's not fair and as the staff member is explaining to her this lady is rolling her eyes up in her head like 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 when you arguing with somebody and you a kid so she resorted to elementary middle school or high school owner and she's a grown woman that's going to pick up her child's things she's with her child so she's showing her child this and how she is teaching her to mimic her when she gets older she's gonna learn from her because that's her mama so staff member just stops talking and the lady continues to be rude with her you can tell she just doesn't care about anything she's saying so the the white staff member speaks the white staff member speaks and the parent is calm it's like she was a lion tamer she talked to her said the same thing the other lady said and she took what she said and then she walked out the door with her after she went upstairs to go get her to see she, she she calmed her down before and then she offered to go up and get it and as she went up to go get it the lady went outside so she went out there with her daughter the teacher went out with her to, to you know and she was calm the whole time never never said anything negative to her and I was it, it, it bothered my co-worker but I've seen this before I've seen this before I've dealt with this in in some way form or fashion we all have okay so one of my incidents I won't say the restaurant but it wasn't a fast food fast food restaurant so I'm in line there's a white person ahead and the lady serving is a black woman. She was beautiful. Not like beautiful in a sense of looking, but the way she treated that customer, it was beautiful. She introduced her to the restaurant, made a suggestion, and then took her order, laughed at something she said, and politely handed her her cup, gave her her food, and, oh no, she didn't give her her food, she gave her her cup and sent her to wait. Nice smiles, everything, told her to have a nice day. As soon as she walked away and I walked up, I did not get the same thing. I got, what can I give for you? Do I know you? Did I do something to you? So, I, that was no big deal. I just, you know, said my order. And uh, I, I don't like being all specific. Like, there's like certain things. Like, if I don't want tomatoes, then don't put tomatoes in my stuff. I'll say that. That's about it. And I usually don't get any back lash from that. Uh, so, she, she got my, uh, she, she took, she, you know, she took my order. I paid for it. She handed me my receipt, and I didn't get my cup. So I stood to the side for a sec, turned around when I noticed I didn't get my cup. And I, I, I wasn't trying to be rude. I said, excuse me. 
I didn't get my cup. She gave me a thousand yard stare. Now I'm 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 prior service. A thousand yard stare is dang near like you're not even looking at that person, you're looking through them. It's it's for people it's it's not it's disrespectful seeing it from my end because it looked like she's just looking through me like I'm transparent she gave she handed me my cup she gave me a small cup what I ordered had a large cup I said that's not the size I ordered so I put the cup down and she tossed tossed me she pulled it out of the little thing and tossed it to me so so basically she had an attitude but I noticed she didn't treat the, uh, the, the white lady like she didn't do that. So, I noticed something. This happens a lot. Why do we do that to each other? I don't do that. I treat everybody. When I was a manager, I made sure my employees, when I was an assistant manager at Dollar Tree, when I was an assistant manager at Taco Bell, I made sure that my employees were polite, no matter how a customer treated you. We didn't treat them any kind of way. I didn't treat her any kind of way than the other lady did. Why did I get dogged out? Why do we treat each other like that? So, I, I learned something. I've, I've learned a lot. And it's through history. See, history is a mug. It'll teach you some things. Like, um, so there's this... Uh, We've been, we've been, as our ancestors, I can't say we, we haven't been anything. We, some of us are still following the legacy that you don't need to follow. So, back in the day, they had house niggas. They had field niggas. They wanted to do everything they could to separate us turn us against each other. There were slaves that were going out catching other slaves who were escaping freedom. There were slave masters that were black. We have a lot of messed up things in our history. And when I seen that, that made me think of that stuff because that means everything that was taught to us, everything that was taught, excuse me, taught to our ancestors, and understand, I'm going to correct myself every time I say us. Because that was my ancestors, my great-great-grandfathers, or my great-great-great-grandmothers, or my great-great-grandmothers. Those people in the past. So, they, they, the, the communities, the, the, the black communities that were fighting for freedom and getting freedom and and they were separating us and segregating us and treating us a certain way and then taught us how to treat each other that same way. And we continue to do that all the way up to here. Why? Why? If I make more money than you do, I make more money than you do. You don't know that. I don't know that. You might work at your Taco Bell, McDonald's, whatever, and you might be making $15, $16 an hour. Or I don't know how much you make. I don't know. I'm not I'm not saying. But I might make 13 14 10 11 If you came to my store or came to my school with your child, I wouldn't treat you like crap. Why would you come to work with a poor attitude and treat somebody, treat me and 
or come to some why we why do we have to do that to each other why do black people have to attack black people i don't want us to attack i don't want nobody to be attacked on any kind of realm but why do we gotta look at each other and treat each other in uh um in this fashion and then turn around and scream about why are white people do us like this or why this why that I don't like that. I don't understand that. I never have understood that. I grew up in a blended family. My grandmother was a white lady through adoption. Okay, I don't want to get into those that that specific people who know me know that story. But I I grew up. I had white friends. I have white friend family members. Uh, I I grew up in in a very uh, very very mixed way. And it was confusing to me once I started getting into high school and I started realizing, like, I can't have white friends because my black friends are going to treat me a certain way. Or my mama at that time, she was feeling a certain type of way about white people. What what made me stop and get out of that, I, I had too many friends. I loved people. I didn't matter. I hear things and I repeat what other people will say and that was ignorant. And I started realizing how ignorant that was to repeat what another ignorant person said. Ignorance, it can be a negative thing, especially when you don't know. You just assume or you take the trait or characteristic of somebody else who is training you or teaching you something wrong and negative because they lived or they may not have lived. They might have lived through or seen somebody else or lived through that or want to live through you. So I grew up and I had friends from everywhere. As a matter of fact, when I got into the military, I made friends from everywhere. I didn't care what country you was from. As a matter of fact, I didn't care what you believed. I made friends. If you were a good person, I was going to be a friend with you. Hey, if you was a bad person at that time, I probably was going to be at least an associate, get to know you, because I at least try to give people a chance. But we don't we don't give each other chances. We treat each other harshly. And then when somebody else of another ethnicity come, it's like we're trained to treat them differently. And some people don't I feel like I feel like the lady would have been more justified if she would have just treated both of them like crap. Or just done the godly thing. And it don't matter if you believe in God or not. I'm so tired of people telling me about their beliefs in God. You know what? Whether you believe in God or not, believe in good and bad. Believe in right and wrong. And you know that if something is wrong, then it is wrong. If you are teaching your child something ignorant and negative about racism, then you're wrong. If you're teaching your child to, to, to treat other people wrong, but treat this other person right. That's that. Like I said, that's a form of racism. It's just, it's just black on black, and that happens. It happens. But why does it have to happen? Why does? Why? Why can't we just? We don't all have to get along. There are some things about people that you just don't like. But if it's visually, you, 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 you stupid. If you don't like me because you look at me. And you don't like me. You don't like me because of my hair. You don't like me because of my eyes, my teeth, my lips, my face, the color of my skin. Then you, you, you are a loser. 
But if you just naturally just don't know how to treat people and you continue to treat people like crap, I can see that. But then I can just then that'll put let me put you in your place in a different way than it being the way that I felt like was going on with my coworkers. It was bothersome. It was it was it was terrible. Now okay. I'm a big thing on big this word race. Cause I grew up and people used to get on me because they said I talk white. And I don't understand I still don't understand that. I don't talk white. I speak very well. But I was taught to speak well. I learned how to speak. I learned how to read. I learned how to write. I was taught that stuff. So my upbringing was totally different from some others. But I got a lot of friends that that speak just like me and they're black or African-American because black is black. I'm brown. A dark brown. White people aren't white people. White is paper with no lines, with no, no, no letters. White. That's white. White paint. I've never met, no, I've met to, close to some pasty and I've met some close to some chocolate, but, but dark, dark, but not, not black. No, I have met some. I, but regardless, <laughs> why do we have room for racism? What is race? Race is something that you win, you accomplish. You either win it, lose it, or you're attempting to. It's a race. It's a competition between you and others. It's a race. Ethnicity makes more sense than anything than a race. What are we winning? So when I hear people say, you can't be with this person because they're a different race. And I've heard that before. It's been a while. But I have. I've heard, I've had people tell me how they felt about me when I was growing up and and I still I'm married to a white woman I didn't I didn't choose her because she was white I chose her because she was a God-fearing woman and she's a good woman and she treats me right and the people before maybe they could maybe they couldn't treat me right but maybe I did maybe I didn't give them a chance or maybe I just wasn't the person that I am now and that's a big thing and that's basically where this is all getting coming back to being the person and understanding the person that you are. That's very important to understand the person that you are and then looking back in your history, looking back in your family history, learning your family history, learning about your grandmothers, people that have dealt with things, watching people in your family. You grew up with these people who speak. Some of these people speak out of their assholes. They don't care what they say. It just comes out. Those are the ones you gotta watch. Cause some of that stuff could be good, some of that stuff could be toxic. And when you have family members that are coming to you and saying you can't be with this person because of the color of their skin, or you have friends that don't like you because or feel a certain type of way, which you have no balls enough to come and tell you. Cause some things I found out decades ago. And you know what? I I, I listened to it, had a friend that spoke their mind, they, they let me know how they felt. They even said some things and it at first it got to me a little bit you know like you couldn't tell i was really quiet i listen i always like to give people chances when they speak sometimes people don't know 
Sometimes people don't know. They just feel a certain way. Sometimes people don't speak on what they know. They just speak on feeling. Lately, that's what's been going on now. If you notice that, it's been more speaking on feeling. They feel this way. Uh, like uh, Dave Chappelle will speak. This community, this certain community, and not the whole community, just certain people in it that are public figures are trying to make names for themselves want to speak on something and try to ruin or cancel or do this. This is the generation of the sensitive bunch. They're not going to cry to you with tears. They're going to cry to you to try to, to change, tear up your life. And it doesn't matter if you speak facts or not. That doesn't matter. Facts do not matter anymore. And that's dangerous. That's dangerous right now. So when I'm saying all this, the stuff that we're going through as a community, black, white, Asian, whatever, we need to start treating each other more with some love. Get out of this disrespect stuff. Look into your history. Talk to your family members and look at that legacy. I was taught by a man who I miss, Lowell Brown. Awesome gentleman. He was a blind man care what color you were he was a good man he taught me about the legacy because there was a part of me that wanted to know how do people how do how do white people stay rich and then it went deeper than that because I, I was a christian now i'm a christian now so it's different i, I didn't want to know just that i wanted to know how to take care of my family the right way because i ain't never had nobody to show me that the way I've been taught was negative it was going to lead to nothing else but negativity and I got tired sitting on my ass waiting for something to come that was never going to come because I needed to go reach for it but I was never taught how to I was just moved from back back this and that and, and so that's the pattern I chose this and that when I finally sat down, it happened to be with, because of a situation that I went through that I had control over, but I didn't make the right decision. And so I, I finally sat down. And when I sat down, he came to me and he talked to me. Not like God just came and sat down and was like, yeah, I see you messing up, Michael. No, it's different. It's a whole different feeling. If you don't understand, you don't understand. I can't explain it to you. But then I started understanding. So I started started taking in what was coming to me. I started doing, obeying what was, what was told to me. And then I started noticing when he's telling me to move a certain way and speak a certain way, that when I do, people would leave me. People that I thought were close to me, that were going to leave me alone. And they started leaving me alone. And then... I started going towards another way. Towards, you know, listening to everything else he was telling me and moving just the way he wanted me to. And then he, I got my wife. I didn't choose my wife because she was white. I chose my wife because she was a good woman. You know? And, and I, I finally understood about love. I finally understood about taking care of myself. But back to Low Brown. I started learning. Well, I've always knew about known, known about life insurance, but it's kind of hard. I'm not disrespecting Primerica, but I've tried it twice, and I just wasn't 
into it. I know people need it. It's life insurance. But I don't want to force you or intimidate you to get something you need. In which life insurance is important. Let me tell you right now. If you sitting around and you ain't got no life insurance and you a friend of mine and you need to go on my Facebook and you need to find Matthew Hill and you need to get you some insurance if you don't go through Matthew Hill with Primerica then go through your uh, car insurance get yourself some life insurance get you a nice policy that takes care of you and your family as a matter of fact get you a policy that pays you and 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 you could borrow get you a policy that you could borrow against so you just basically taking money from yourself but you ain't lost nothing like there's so many things that i've learned and then the main the more important than anything i learned was how to put god into your family implement god or something god-like into your family something bigger than you something greater than you and put that ahead in your family and you can never go wrong and I'm going to tell you right now I have not there have been times where I've had my struggles those are regular struggles but struggling with my sanity and if, if people knew me the things that I was going through I don't have to worry about that so I I just want people to love each other. I want people to feel what I've felt for a while now. There are times where I get upset, and yes, somebody's a donkey. Yes, there, somebody is a jackass. You gotta have one or two mistakes where you just like, you just let out what you have to let out. Like, but I do that to myself. I do that with my wife. I do that in private. I don't burst out at people. Not, I try not to be that in which I've been seeing a lot of in this world. So yesterday put me in a place where I felt like my first episode should be about this. Now this, what I'm telling you, please take whatever you can. Sometimes I ramble. I have a whole thing written down and I'm going to try to rehearse it and it still came out like this. This is just how I feel. So, with these people, these negative things that I've explained for a good half an hour, if you have friends, family like that, do yourself a favor. Distance yourself. If you are one of them, you really need a history lesson. But but we all need that. I used to feel I had to prove I was black enough. I stopped and started learning how to be me. And treating myself right and treating others right. And doing for people with no expectations. And when somebody doesn't do something I want, I don't have no expectation. When I go to these restaurants, there is 
I wouldn't say it's an expectation, it's a mind frame. See, I wasn't the one who went there for the job. You were. So if you went there for the job, that means you wanted the job. That means you knew what that job, what the expectations of your supervisor, which that's the person, if you disappoint him, he gets to be upset with you or he gets, he gets to fire you. He gets to reprimand you. As a customer, I don't get to do that. What I hope, what, what is supposed to happen is our expectation as a customer is we're supposed to get customer service and treat it right. But even before the um, pandemic, we've been going through the thing of people don't want to treat people right. When you go into a place, you don't want to get treated right. You, people don't want to treat you right. I want to get treated right. People don't want to treat you right. They want to throw your food at you, talk to you crazy sometimes. I've seen some stuff. But these are the same positions that are arguing for more money. I used to work in the fast food industry. And I still say, you don't need more than what you got unless you earn it. You you ain't going to be working for uh, Taco Bell for $20 an hour. Unless you earn that $20 now working your way up. But if you standing on a line and you just putting meat in the taco and don't tell me, oh, it's deeper than that. I know what it consists of. I used to train people to do it. The line. Any position you go to, even McDonald's, there's a line. I used to send people home because they didn't want to work. I'd rather have no legs than a broke leg. And some people know me for that send you home no problem you can send your pops over I'll tell your pops and if you, you, you piss me off enough I'll fire you right in front of your pops I don't care or your moms whoever you send up to defend you because you're supposed to be grown you're supposed to be working and it happened I'm telling you this because this stuff will happen so we got to start treating each other right I mean, it's just about customer service it's about stewardship it's about doing right. That lady knew she was wrong. She knew those rules at that school. She knew dang well she wasn't going to go up them stairs. This ain't her first time challenging somebody's authority. And that's another thing. Yeah. It's an authority. Somebody's telling you to do something. It's a rule. You know the rule. We're breaking it and then acting like you're a victim. You ain't a victim when you're breaking the rules. You're not a victim when you're breaking the rules. If you stab somebody and you get caught and they did, what you crying in court for? Because you got caught? Or because you wish you wouldn't have done it? Well, maybe you just shouldn't have done it. How about that? I live in I live in St. Louis. Um, there are some things during the riot that shouldn't have happened. There are people that weren't living here that were doing things there were people that were living here that were doing it too though as a matter of fact let me even go deeper than that i drive down the street and i see people dumping trash outside of their car dumping trash outside of their car and then they complain about what they do in chesterfield how they streets look so clean there ain't no trash but these areas look bad do something about it started seeing somebody doing something about it.
I seen people outside cleaning up their streets. They run up and down chambers, cleaning up this trash. People are starting to do things. But for those people who are complaining and not doing anything and waiting for handouts, that's not gonna happen. But what's gonna happen is, instead of being angry, y'all need to do something. But first you need to start treating each other right. As a people, black people, white people, American people, God-fearing people, non-God-fearing people, whatever you are, whatever you choose to be, whatever you want to change yourself to be, we got to start treating each other right. These these things that are going on out here, I see a lot of things that I don't like, but I have to deal with it. We have to deal with some things that we don't like, but we don't have to treat each other like crap. We don't. We don't. We don't get to treat each other like crap and then expect somebody to serve us. That's not what stewards do. Well, that actually is what stewards do. But why would you want to do that to somebody that's helping you? Why would you want to make the person flipping your burger or serving you mad? Why would you want to do that? Because you have no fear? I have respect for the person that serves me. That's why I expect that person, and that's an expectation, to have the same respect that I have for them, or at least learn it. And if they don't learn it, you know what? I'm not going to be dis- dis- disappointed. I'm not going to be mad. I am going to be disappointed. But then I have to assert myself another way, in a professional way. And I'm very professional. And I could be very unprofessional too, but it's not working. Why? Why be unprofessional? Why be a butthole? Why not just be human? Well, not not the errorless human, because the errorless human always messes up. Just be, be a person, a decent human being. We don't have enough decent human beings on this planet. We have this 80% that is just following leaders that don't know their asses from a hole in the ground. And then we have somewhere within that 80% that just... They don't not they're not following they're following, but they're following other people who are following people who are jackasses. If you are teaching your child something from the old way that is negative in your legacy and your lifestyle, then you you are the problem. Not the stuff that you see on TV. As a matter of fact, let's talk about TV for a second and then I'm gonna be out. When I was growing up, there were things I didn't want to see on TV. Well, actually, there were a lot of things I wanted to see on TV, but my parents wouldn't let me see them. When I was growing up, I'm 30, I'm 43, excuse me, I'm not 34, I'm 43. We had Cinemax, H-time, uh, Cinemax, Showtime, HBO, Skinemax, Whole Time, HBO. No, HBO was HBO. HBO really didn't have, HBO had soft porn, but Cinemax was, was raunchy. Raunchy. And at certain times at night, if you're up in the middle of the night, you'll catch something that will blow your mind when you was a kid. My parents knew as an adult. You know, if they seen, we were all watching a family movie and all of a sudden, uh, uh, Poppin' Mary or whatever comes on, Emmanuel would come on. Yeah, they change it. They wouldn't call... Cinemax and say I'm offended by your choices and your times that you choose to show things this is offending me it is okay to be offended 
it's okay to be offended everybody gets offended about something everybody gets offended about something find something positive to do and positive isn't ruining someone else's life because they their career is a stand-up comedian and they happen to speak things that are funny and they may be true and they may not be true to you you may not like them because they cut really deep but it's comedy but if you don't like it you don't have to watch it you don't have to watch it change it you don't have to go on facebook twitter or anything else and try to ruin somebody's life you don't get to do that you don't get to do that because if you're for me for me let's say that you're doing something this is what i have to deal with things things irritate me sometimes when i'm when i'm going somewhere and i have my child the things that don't make sense to me or when we were at quick trip one day and there was this dude in a dress he was a whole dude in a dress with a beard and my son looked at me do you know what it feels like to have to explain to your child why somebody is having um whatever they're having over there how do i explain that to my child why should i have to explain that to my child why can't you go somewhere and get you some help oh because you feel like you're not going through something mental um i know um um people who uh are going and i'm talking about um i don't even know if the guy was transgender because i know people who are transgender um and if they don't like Dave Chappelle, they don't watch him. I know some that love him. I know some that don't. I know some gay people that love him. I know some gay people that don't. I know people that like him that are straight. And I know people who think he is not funny. And it's just not Dave Chappelle. It's other people that people are out here trying to cancel because they're hearing things that they don't like. Change the channel. Change the channel. If you don't like it, if you're listening to something that you don't want to hear take responsibility and turn it off but don't ruin somebody else's money for them don't think about the things that you're saying right now in the privacy of your own home that you wouldn't say out in public and then think about this man is professional some of these people who are making their opinions are professionals that's what they do as a comedian that's a comedian's responsibility to be irresponsible like that for people to get upset and take all this stuff to the media you you you're sick you have the problem he doesn't have the problem he doesn't and that's not just for him that's for other people too dealing with their things and what they're dealing with with these people who are highly opinionated who want to shut you down because you're speaking and they're used to speaking right off the top of their tongue and not thinking about what they say. I'm thinking about what I've said. I've written it down. This is Michael Porter. Coming to you. On. That doesn't make any sense. I hope. To speak to you guys again. As a matter of fact. I will be. I will be pushing out one after another once a week hey you might even get a bonus I love you guys and girls and whatever else you choose to be 
stay lovely, stay healthy, and put God first. And if you don't believe in God, um, I'll put God first for you. Okay, how about that? <laughs> if you're an atheist, put yourself first. I don't care. Have a nice one. I love you all. God bless. talk to you about it. You can tell me how you feel later. Today, we're going to talk about something actually that happened yesterday. This happened yesterday at work. And um, basically, it's it's a, it's kind of a lot of things rolled into one. For me, it's dealing with racism, treating people right, and just straight out ignorance. And they all go hand in hand for some reason. And I think people do things and don't really realize what they're doing or just don't care. So, I'm a custodian at a school. I work morning shift and I work evening shift. Uh, I was vacuuming and taking out the trash happened to be taking this loud cart to the A building. So this building is a building where they usually um, after school, people's kids are left there until the parents come and pick them up. A parent came with their child, a mother and daughter, came to go get their child's things that the child left upstairs. So when I walked up, I seen a parent and a child and two staff members. The parent and the child were black. One staff member was white and the other one was black. Now the parent wanted to go upstairs or wanted the child to go upstairs to get the stuff that they forgot. Now, take it. At our school, not only at our school, but other schools, the child is not allowed, the student is not allowed to go walking the halls to go anywhere by themselves after hours. After hours is when school is let out. The parent is not to be walking around. Basically, you ain't supposed to be in the, in the building. If you ain't supposed to be in the building, then you're not getting in the building. At the, at, at the end of the day, the teacher, all the teachers let all the students know, get everything that's supposed to go with you now because when I close this door, it's locked, basically. And that's what this teacher did too. And then after that, they sit in the hallway and they're called down student by student. So they get let known there too. So it's two times, dang near three times, that they're letting, let 
aware that they will not be coming back up the stairs. Okay. Not only does the student know that, but since the pandemic, parents know this too. So, um, so basically, you know, parents can be, they can be challenging. Okay. So I walked up and it looked like a heated conversation, basically. She really wanted to get up there and the, uh, the other staff member, the, the black one, was uh, letting the parent know, hey, we can't let you up because of the things that you guys, I just specified to you guys. And the lady argued her down. So she's trying to go back and forth with the uh, staff member. The staff member is just explaining to her the rules while she's telling about how it's not fair. And as the staff member is explaining to her, this lady is rolling her eyes up in her head. Like like, like when you're arguing with somebody and you're a kid. So she resorted to elementary, middle school, or high school on her. And she's a grown woman that's going to pick up her child's things. She's with her child. So she's showing her child this and how she... Is teaching her to mimic her when she gets older. She's going to learn from her because that's her mama. So staff member just stops talking. And the lady continues to be rude with her. You can tell she just doesn't care about anything she's saying. So the, the white staff member speaks. The white staff member speaks and the parent is calm. It's like she was a lion tamer she talked to her said the same thing the other lady said and she took what she said and then she walked out the door with her after she went upstairs to go get her to see she, she she calmed her down before and then she offered to go up and get it and as she went up to go get it the lady went outside so she went out there with her daughter the teacher went out with her to, to you know and she was calm the whole time never never said anything negative to her and I was, it, it, it bothered my co-worker but I've seen this before I've seen this before I've dealt with this in, in some way form or fashion we all have okay so one of my incidents I won't say the restaurant but it wasn't a res fast food fast food restaurant so I'm in line there's a white person ahead of me the lady serving is a black woman. She was beautiful. Not like beautiful in a sense of looking, but the way she treated that customer was beautiful. She introduced her to the restaurant, made a suggestion, and then took her order, laughed at something she said, and politely handed her her cup, gave her her food, and, oh no, she didn't give her her food, she gave her her cup and sent her to wait. Nice smiles, everything, told her to have a nice day. As soon as she walked away and I walked up, I did not get the same thing. I got, what can I give for you? Do I know you? 
did I do something to you? So, that was no big deal. I just, you know, said my order. And uh, I don't like being all specific. Like, there's like certain things. If I don't want tomatoes, then don't put tomatoes on my stuff. I'll say that. That's about it. I usually don't get any backlash from that. Uh, so, she she got my uh she she took she you know she took my order I paid for it she handed me my receipt and I didn't get my cup so I stood to the side for a sec turned around when I noticed I didn't get my cup in. and I, I I wasn't trying to be rude I said excuse me I didn't get my cup she gave me a thousand yard stare now I'm 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 prior service a thousand yard stare is dang near like you're not even looking at that person you're looking through them it's it's for people it's it's not it's disrespectful seeing it from my end because it looked like she's just looking through me like i'm transparent she gave she handed me my cup she gave me a small cup what i ordered had a large cup i said that's not the size i ordered so i put the cup down and she tossed tossed me she pulled it out of the little thing and tossed it to me so, so basically she had an attitude but i noticed she didn't treat the uh the, the white lady like that she didn't do that so i noticed something this happens a lot why do we do that to each other i don't do that i treat everybody when i was a manager i made sure my employees when i was a assistant manager at dollar tree when i was an assistant manager at taco bell i made sure that my employees were polite no matter how a customer treated you we didn't treat them any kind of way i didn't treat her any kind of way than the other lady did why did i get dogged out why do we treat each other like that so i i learned something i've, I've learned a lot and it's through history See, history is a mug. It'll teach you some things. Like, um, so there's this. Uh, we've been, we've been, as our ancestors. I can't say we. We haven't been anything. We, some of us, are still following a legacy that you don't need to follow. So, back in the day. They had house niggas. They had field niggas. They wanted to do everything they could to separate us. Turn us against each other. There were slaves that were going out catching other slaves who were escaping freedom. There were slave masters that were black. We have a lot of messed up things in our history. And when I seen that, that made me think of that stuff because that means everything that was taught to us, everything that was taught, excuse me, taught to our ancestors, and understand, I'm gonna correct myself every time I say us, because that was my ancestors, my great great grandfathers, or my great 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 grandmothers, or my great great grandmothers. Those people were in the past. So, they they the the communities the 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 black communities that were fighting for freedom and getting freedom and, 
and they were separating us and segregating us and treating us a certain way and then taught us how to treat each other that same way and we continue to do that all the way up to here why why if i make more money than you do i make more money than you do you don't know that i don't know that you might work at your taco bell mcdonald's whatever and you might be making 15 16 dollars an hour or i don't know how much you make i don't know i'm not i'm not saying but i might make 13 14 10 11 if you came to my store or came to my school with your child i wouldn't treat you like crap why would you come to work with the poor attitude and treat somebody treat me and or come to somebody why would why do we have to do that to each other why do black people have to attack black people i don't want us to attack i don't want nobody to be attacked on any kind of realm but why do we gotta look at each other and treat each other in uh, um in this fashion and then turn around and scream about why are white people do us like this or why this why that i don't like that i don't understand that i never have understood that i grew up in a blended family my grandmother was a white lady through adoption okay i don't want to get into those that that specific people who know me know that story but i i grew up i had white friends i have white friend family members I, I grew up in in a very uh, very very mixed way and it was confusing to me once I started getting into high school and I started realizing like I can't have white friends because my black friends are going to treat me a certain way or my mama at that time she was feeling a certain type of way about white people it, I, what what made me stop and get out of that I, I had too many friends i loved people i didn't matter I, I hear things and i repeat what other people will say and that was ignorant and i started realizing how ignorant that was to repeat what another ignorant person said ignorance it can be a negative thing especially when you don't know you just assume or you take the trait or characteristic of somebody else who is training you or teaching you something wrong and negative because they lived or they may not have lived. They might have lived through or seen somebody else or lived through that or want to live through you. So I grew up and I had friends from everywhere. As a matter of fact, when I got into the military, I made friends from everywhere. I didn't care what country you was from. As a matter of fact, I didn't care what you believed. I made friends. If you were a good person, I was going to be a friend with you. Hey, if you was a bad person at that time, I probably was going to be at least an associate, get to know you, because I at least try to give people a chance. But we don't we don't give each other chances. We treat each other harshly. And then when somebody else of another ethnicity come, it's like we're trained to treat them differently. And some people don't. I feel like, I feel like the lady would have been more justified if she would have just treated both of them like crap. Or just done the godly thing. And it don't matter if you believe in God or not. I'm so tired of people telling me about their beliefs in God. You know what? Whether you believe in God or not, believe in good and bad. Believe in right and wrong. And you know that if something is wrong, then it is wrong. If you are teaching your child something ignorant and negative about racism, then you're wrong. If you teaching your child to, to, to treat other people wrong 
but treat this other person right. That's that. Like I said, that's a form of racism. It's just it's just black on black, and that happens. It happens. But why does it have to happen? Why does why why can't we just we don't all have to get along? There are some things about people that you just don't like. But if it's visually, you 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 stupid. If you don't like me because you look at me and you don't like me, you don't like me because of my hair, you don't like me because of my eyes, my teeth, my lips, my face, the color of my skin, then you 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 are a loser. But if you just naturally just don't know how to treat people and you continue to treat people like crap, I can see that. But then I can just then that'll put let me put you in your place in a different way than it being the way that I felt like was going on with my coworker. It was bothersome. It was it was it was terrible. Now okay, I'm a big thing on big this word race. Cause I grew up and people used to get on me because they said I talk white. And I don't understand I still don't understand that. I don't talk white. I speak very well. But I was taught to speak I learned how to speak. I learned how to read. I learned how to write. I was taught that stuff. So my upbringing was totally different from some others. But I got a lot of friends that that speak just like me. And they're black. Or African American. Because black is black. I'm brown. A dark brown. White people aren't white people. White it's paper with no lines, with no 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 letters. White. That's white. White paint. I've never met no, I met to close to some pasty and I met some close to some chocolate, but but dark dark, but not not black. No, I have met some. I, but regardless. <laughs> why do we have room for racism? What is race? Race is something that you win, you accomplish. You either win it, lose it, or you're attempting to. It's a race. It's a competition between you and others. It's a race. Ethnicity makes more sense than anything than a race. What are we winning? So when I hear people say, you can't be with this person because they're a different race, and I've heard that before. It's been a while. But I have, I've heard, I've had people tell me how they felt about me when I was growing up. And, and I still, I'm married to a white woman. I didn't, I didn't choose her because she was white. I chose her because she was a God-fearing woman and she's a good woman. And she treats me right. And the people before, maybe they could, maybe they couldn't treat me right. But maybe I did, maybe I didn't give them a chance. Or maybe I just wasn't the person that I am now. And that's a big thing. And that's basically where this is all getting coming back to. Being the person and understanding the person that you are. That's very important to understand the person that you are. And then looking back in your history, looking back in your family history, learning your family history, learning about your grandmothers, people that have dealt with things, watching people in your family. You grew up with these people who speak. Some of these people speak out of their assholes. They don't care what they say. It just comes out. 
those are the ones you gotta watch because some of that stuff could be good some of that stuff could be toxic and when you have family members that are coming to you and saying you can't be with this person because of the color of their skin or you have friends that don't like you because or feel a certain type of way which you have no balls enough to come and tell you because some things I found out decades ago and you know what I, I, I listened to it had a friend that spoke their mind they, they let me know how they felt they even said some things and it, at first it got to me a little bit you know like you couldn't tell I was really quiet I listen I always like to give people chances when they speak sometimes people don't know sometimes people don't know they just feel a certain way sometimes people don't speak on what they know they just speak on feeling lately that's what's been going on now if you notice that it's been more speaking on feeling they feel this way uh, like uh, Dave Chappelle will speak this community this certain community and not the whole community just certain people in it that are public figures are trying to make names for themselves want to speak on something and try to ruin or cancel or do this this is the generation of the sensitive bunch they're not gonna cry to you with tears they're gonna cry to you to try to to change tear up your life and it doesn't matter if you speak facts or not that doesn't matter facts do not matter anymore and that's dangerous that's dangerous right now so when i'm saying all this the stuff that we're going through as a community black white asian whatever we need to start treating each other more with some love get out of this disrespect stuff look into your history talk to your family members and look at that legacy i was taught by a man who i miss lowell brown awesome gentleman he was a blind man didn't care what color you were he was a good man he taught me about the legacy because there was a part of me that wanted to know how do people how do how do white people stay rich and then it went deeper than that because I, I was a christian now i'm a christian now so it's different i, I didn't want to know just that i wanted to know how to take care of my family the right way because i ain't never had nobody to show me that the way i've been taught was negative it was going to lead to nothing else but negativity and i got tired sitting on my ass waiting for something to come that was never going to come I needed to go reach for it. I, I was never taught how to. I was just moved from back, back, this and that. And, and so that's the pattern I chose, this and that. So when I finally sat down, it happened to be with, because of a situation that I went through that I had control over, but I didn't make the right decision. And so I, I finally sat down when I sat down he came to me and he talked to me not like God just came and sat down and was like yeah I see you messing up Michael no it's different it's a whole different feeling if you don't understand you don't understand I can't explain it to you but then I started understanding so I started started taking in what was coming to me I started doing obeying what was what was told to me and then I started noticing when he's telling me to move a certain way and speak a certain way that when I do, people would leave me. 
people that I thought were close to me that were going to leave me alone. And they started leaving me alone. And then I started going towards another way. Towards, you know, listening to everything else he was telling me and moving just the way he wanted me to. And then he, I, I got my wife. I didn't choose my wife because she was white. I chose my wife because she was a good woman. You know? And, and I, I finally understood about love. I finally understood about taking care of myself. But back to Low Brown. I started learning. Well, I've always knew about known, known about life insurance, but it's kind of hard. I'm not disrespecting Primerica, but I've tried it twice, and I just wasn't into it. I know people need it. It's life insurance, but I don't want to force you or intimidate you to get something you need. In which life insurance is important. Let me tell you right now. If you sitting around and you ain't got no life insurance and, and you a friend of mine and you need to go on my Facebook and you need to find Matthew Hill and you need to get you some insurance. If you don't go through Matthew Hill with Primerica, then go through your uh, car insurance. Get yourself some life insurance. Get you a nice policy that takes care of you and your family. As a matter of fact, get you a policy that pays you and 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 you could borrow like get, get you a policy that you could borrow against. So you just basically taking money from yourself, but you ain't lost nothing. Like there's so many things that I've learned. And then the main, the more important than anything I learned was how to put God into your family. Implement God or something God-like into your family. Something bigger than you, something greater than you, and put that ahead in your family and you can never go wrong and I'm going to tell you right now I have not there have been times where I've had my struggles it was a regular struggle but struggling with my sanity if, if people knew me the things that I was going through I don't have to worry about that so I I just want people to love each other. I want people to feel what I've felt for a while now. There are times where I get upset, and yes, somebody's a donkey. Yes, there, somebody is a jackass. You gotta have one or two mistakes where you just like, you just let out what you have to let out. Like, but I do that to myself. I do that with my wife. I do that in private. I don't burst out at people. Not, I try not to be that in which I've been seeing a lot of in this world. So yesterday put me in a place where I felt like my first episode should be about this. Now this, what I'm telling you, please take whatever you can. Sometimes I ramble. Like I have a whole thing written down and I am gonna try to rehearse it and it still came out like this. Because this is just how I feel. So with these people, these negative things that I've explained for a good half an hour, if you have friends, family like that, do yourself a favor. Distance yourself. 
if you are one of them, you really need a history lesson. But we all need that. I used to feel I had to prove I was black enough. I stopped and started learning how to be me and treating myself right and treating others right and doing for people with no expectations. And when somebody doesn't do something I want, I don't have no expectations. When I go to these restaurants, there is, I wouldn't say it's an expectation, it's a mind frame. See, I wasn't the one who went there for the job. You were. So if you went there for the job, that means you wanted the job. That means you knew what that job, what the expectations of your supervisor which that's the person, if you disappoint him, he gets to be upset with you or he gets, he gets to fire you. He gets to reprimand you. As a customer, I don't get to do that. What I hope, what, what is supposed to happen is our expectation as a customer is we're supposed to get customer service and treat it right. But even before the um, pandemic, we've been going through the thing of people don't want to treat people right when you go into a place you don't want to get treated right you people don't want to treat you right <laughs> you don't want to get treated right. i want to get treated right people don't want to treat you right they want to throw your food at you talk to you crazy sometimes i've seen some stuff but these are the same positions that are arguing for more money i used to work in the fast food industry and i still say you don't need more than what you got unless you earn it you, you ain't going to be working for uh, Taco Bell for $20 an hour. Unless you earn that $20 now working your way up. But if you standing on a line and you just putting meat in the taco and don't tell me, oh, it's deeper than that. I know what it consists of. I used to train people to do it. The line. Any position you go to, even McDonald's, there's line. I used to send people home because they didn't want to work. I'd rather have no legs than a broke leg. And some people know me for that. I will send you home. No problem. You can send your pops over. I'll tell your pops. And if you, you, you piss me off enough, I'll fire you right in front of your pops. I don't care. Or your moms, whoever you send up to defend you. Because you're supposed to be grown. You're supposed to be working. And it happened. I'm telling you this because this stuff will happen. So... We got to start treating each other right. I mean, it's just about customer service. It's about stewardship. It's about doing right. That lady knew she was wrong. She knew those rules at that school. She knew dang well she wasn't going to go up them stairs. This ain't her first time challenging somebody's authority. And that's another thing. Yeah. It's an authority. Somebody's telling you to do something. It's a rule. You know the rule. We're breaking it and then acting like you're a victim. You ain't a victim when you're breaking the rules. You're not a victim when you're breaking the rules. If you stab somebody and you get caught and they dead, what you crying in court for? Because you got caught? Or because you wish you wouldn't have done it? Well, maybe you just shouldn't have done it. How about that? 
I live in I live in St. Louis. Um, there are some things during the riot that shouldn't have happened. There were people that weren't living here that were doing things. There were people that were living here that were doing it too, though. As a matter of fact, let me even go deeper than that. I drive down the street and I see people dumping trash outside of their car. Dumping trash outside of their car. And then they complain about what they do in Chesterfield. How they streets look so clean. There ain't no trash. But these areas look bad. Do something about it. I started seeing somebody doing something about it. I seen people outside cleaning up their streets. They run up and down chambers cleaning up this trash. People are starting to do things. But for those people who are complaining and not doing anything and waiting for handouts, that's not going to happen. But what's going to happen is, instead of being angry, y'all need to do something. But first, you need to start treating each other right. As a people, black people, white people, American people, God-fearing people, non-God-fearing people, whatever you are, whatever you choose to be, whatever you want to change yourself to be, we got to start treating each other right. These these things that are going on out here, I see a lot of things that I don't like, but I have to deal with it. We have to deal with some things that we don't like, but we don't have to treat each other like crap. We don't. We don't. We don't get to treat each other like crap and then expect somebody to serve us. That's not what stewards do. Well, that actually is what stewards do, but... Why would you want to do that to somebody that's helping you? Why would you want to make the person flipping your burger or serving you mad? Why would you want to do that? Because you have no fear? I have respect for the person that serves me. That's why I expect that person, and that's an expectation, to have the same respect that I have for them or at least learn it. And if they don't learn it, you know what? I'm not going to be disappointed. I'm not going to be mad. I am going to be disappointed. But then I have to assert myself another way. In a professional way. And I'm very professional. And I could be very unprofessional too, but it's not working. Why? Why be unprofessional? Why be a butthole? Why not just be human? Well, not not the errorless human. Because the errorless human always messes up. Just... Be, be a person, a decent human being. We don't have enough decent human beings on this planet. We have this 80% that is just following leaders that don't know their asses from a hole in the ground. And then we have somewhere within that 80% that just, they don't, not they're not following, they're following, but they're following other people who are following people who are jackasses. If you are teaching your child something from the old way that is negative in your legacy in your lifestyle then you you are the problem not the stuff that you see on tv as a matter of fact let's talk about tv for a second and then i'm gonna be out when i was growing up there were things i didn't want to see on tv well actually there were a lot of things i wanted to see on tv but my parents wouldn't let me see them. when i was growing up i'm 30 i'm 43 excuse me i'm not 34 i'm 43 we had Cinemax, H time, uh, Cinemax, Showtime, HBO, Skinemax, Whole Time, HBO. No, HBO was HBO. HBO really didn't have. HBO had soft porn, but Cinemax was was raunchy, raunchy. 
And at certain times at night, if you're up in the middle of the night, you'll catch something that will blow your mind when you was a kid. My parents knew as an adult. You know, if they seen, we were all watching a family movie and all of a sudden, uh, uh, Poppin' Mary or whatever comes on, Emmanuel would come on. Yeah, they change it. They wouldn't call Cinemax and say, I'm offended by your choices and your times that you choose to show things. This is offending me. It is okay to be offended. It's okay to be offended. Everybody gets offended about something. Everybody gets offended about something. Find something positive to do. And positive isn't ruining someone else's life because they their career is a stand-up comedian. And they happen to speak things that are funny. And they may be true and they may not be true to you. You may not like them because they cut really deep but it's comedy but if you don't like it you don't have to watch it you don't have to watch it change it you don't have to go on facebook twitter or anything else and try to ruin somebody's life you don't get to do that you don't get to do that because if you're for me for me let's say that you're doing something this is what i have to deal with things things irritate me sometimes when i'm when i'm going somewhere and i have my child the things that don't make sense to me or when we were at quick trip one day and there was this dude in a dress he was a whole dude in a dress with a beard and my son looked at me do you know what it feels like to have to explain to your child why somebody is having um whatever they're having over there how do i explain that to my child why should i have to explain that to my child why can't you go somewhere and get you some help? Oh, because you feel like you're not going through something mental. Um, I know um, um, people who uh, are going to, and I'm talking about, um, I don't even know if the guy was transgender because I know people who are transgender. Um, and if they don't like Dave Chappelle, they don't watch him. I know some that love him. I know some that don't. I know some gay people that love him. I know some gay people that don't. I know people that like him that are straight. And I know people who think he is not funny. And it's just not Dave Chappelle. It's other people that people are out here trying to cancel because they're hearing things that they don't like. Change the channel. Change the channel. If you don't like it, if you're listening to something that you don't want to hear, take responsibility and turn it off. Don't ruin somebody else's money for them. Don't. Think about the things that you're saying right now in the privacy of your own home that you wouldn't say out in public. And then think about, this man is professional. Some of these people who are making their opinions are professionals. That's what they do. As a comedian, that's a comedian's responsibility to be irresponsible like that. For people to get upset and take all this stuff to the media, you, you, you're sick you have the problem. He doesn't have the problem. He doesn't. And that's not just for him. That's for other people too. Dealing with their things and what they're dealing with with these people who are highly opinionated, who want to shut you down because you're speaking and they're used to speaking right off the top of their tongue and not thinking about what they say. 
I'm thinking about what I've said. I've written it down. This is Michael Porter coming to you on That Doesn't Make Any Sense. I hope to speak to you guys again. As a matter of fact, I will be. I will be pushing out one after another once a week. Hey, you might even get a bonus. I love you guys and girls and whatever else you choose to be. Stay lovely, stay healthy, and put God first. And if you don't believe in God, um, I'll put God first for you. Okay, how about that? <laughs> if you're an atheist, put yourself first. I don't care. Have a nice one. I love you all. God bless.